Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Music of Life Church podcast. We are going to discuss the evangelism episode. If you haven't heard it, please give it a listen. We're going to break it down so that you can help people who've been hurt by this topic. I'm Pastor Jonathan here with Pastor Joel. Hi, Pastor Joel. Hello. What did we think about that episode? That was great. I thought, you know, defining it at the end is very helpful. I love the definition, amplify a message. It is, yeah. a, it is a contextless definition. It is. I mean, it, because, and it's funny, you actually um, use the term in, in a different context than what we normally hear it to me recently. I was talking about my YMCA membership and how much I'm enjoying being able to go in these <laughs> frigid Wisconsin winters right. indoors to, to walk and um, to enjoy the, the tread. I've, I'm a fan of a treadmill. And I remember I went on this like 15 minute rant about how awesome the YMCA is. And you're like, wow, you are a YMCA evangelist. Yes, you are. That was an example of me amplifying a message. Mm -hmm. Now. So I went right to Morgan and I was like, so what do you think about yeah. this? You know, what do you, what do you think about this? I was like, oh man, he got me. He got me. Yeah. And it, it, what, so what it is, is it's cool. So it, it's a great example of how the reach of the YMCA was amplified through me. The message of the YMCA was amplified through me and my words to you. That's right. Where I essentially worked as a speaker or an amp for the YMCA. And that's the same concept that God wants us to do and how God's will, the reach of God's will, the expansion of God's, God's kingdom happens through us as well. When we amplify, God can't on his own unilaterally get this information against the will of the human beings into their brain. So he uses people. Right. And when we evangelize Christianity or evangelize God's kingdom, it does supersede just merely this really amazing salvation we experience mm -hmm. and it goes bigger than that and the greatest proof of that is this gift of evangelist was given to the church so i love this like even the church needs evangelists yeah man there's lots of there's lots of messages there's lots of truth there's lots of things that i need to hear as right. a believer to make progress in my walk with god right I need to, I need to have people in my life that can come beside me and go, yo, like, here's the truth. This is, this is, this is what's going on. Like, this is what they see, or this is what they're experiencing. It's, it, it helps me to have the courage I need to step into more situations and grow. Right. And, and I, I would hope that I, can, I think our, even our podcast could be an example of this in part. I know we are doing more than just evangelizing. We are trying to care for people through these episodes. We are teaching. But there is a lot of what we're doing, especially through the stories and uh, the, the illustrations that we share, that I know the people listening to these episodes aren't all unbelievers in fact most of the people listening to our podcasts are probably believers <laughs> experience you know learning learning about 
church damage and what's the right answer? So I even think one of the things people are experiencing that the information God's given us to share to people Mm -hmm. is amplifying more than this benefit of salvation. We are amplifying really the, really what these podcasts are amplifying is the mission of refuge, restoration and repair that the church needs. A lot of what you and I are teaching our people and to the people listening to these episodes is to people who are believers or who were once believers who walked away from the church. Mm-hmm. We're trying to help them experience the refuge, restoration, and repair they need to have the benefits that evangelism ought to be amplifying in their own lives. That's right. We 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 are the church damaged people. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> like we. There are, and I find it all the time, PJ, like there are still areas in my life where I have so much church damage. I had, a converse, I had a conversation with someone, um, you know, she, she walked up to me. I just met her and she said, um, I'm an avid listener of what the flock. And I had no idea. Oh, nice. Um, and she goes, I love it. I, I listen to all of them. And she said, I don't think you have any idea the impact that this podcast is having on my life and on other people. She goes, wow. she goes, I'm sharing it with other people and my friends share it with other people. And she's like, so I just want to encourage you that it's having an impact and it's just, it's important for me so keep going. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> that is amazing. I know. I was just like, and I'm kind of emotional sharing about it because I don't feel that. No, I don't like Jonathan. How do you feel about the, how do you feel about what the flock and the music of life church podcast? And I would say it's great hanging out with pastor. Joel. Yeah. We have fun <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> you know, and this is, this has been such a great experience. I'm, I'm learning so much about you know, how we prep and how we work together and growing in our appreciation of each other and our doctrine and us amplifying these to other people. But for someone to say to me, like, Hey, it is having an impact meant a lot to me. And that shows me that I, as a believer still need evangelists or people to do the work of a, of an evangelist in my life, because that's what it did. Yeah. It amplified the the desire for me to continue to bring this message out to people because people need it. And I want to help people. That's what I want to do. So yeah. When she yep. shared that, it it I I was I was blown away. So thank so you. So you're saying she evangelized this <laughs> need to you that people need this and that it is impacting. Yeah, it was the it's that it has impact, that it is impacting. And and I didn't think of people are sharing it and people are sharing it who are sharing it and are sharing it. Like I, And that's so that's the whole other side of this is oh. she this woman who shared with you is an example of being a what the flock or Malk podcast evangelist. Bingo. So she evangelized you, but she's also shared how she is evangelizing these podcasts to other people who are therefore then evangelizing them to others as well. And 
I'm the one that's working on these podcasts with you. And I still need to be evangelized to. That's your whole point where it's like the gospel. Who needs to be, to, to get the whole gospel? Every believer. Yeah. All the time, you know, not just once death, burial, resurrection. What are the areas that you need to die in that you need to bury that you need eternal life in? We're going to do that. That's been our whole journey, right? Yep. It's like, there are still areas that I need to die in, you know, areas of pride and and all of that. And that I need the gospel. I need people to amplify the gospel to me. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's spectacular. Great story. That's my rant. (laughs) I love it. You have great rants. (laughs) Oh, so fun, man. So that, yeah, I was just so, so blown away by that and blessed. And, and and I am what it did. It's causing me to want to keep doing this. So it's a faith builder too. You know, it's like, and, and a lot of times, you know, faith, we've done an episode on faith, listen to it if you need to. Um, it is a belief in something you can't see or something that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of what, what we're going towards the behaviors we're acting and the, the messages we're preaching are all, we're in faith, but also the impact that we're mm-hmm. having. A lot of times we don't see. Mm-mm. And a lot of times the impact we're having has yet to happen. So even hearing stories like that, build my faith that I might never see or never hear the impact that the work we're doing is having on people. That's why it's so important to hear from God and to know what my purpose is. Yeah. Do that purpose. And that's more important than me hearing those things. Hearing those things is great because it does motivate me and it encourages me. And it does build my faith, but it, one of the things it builds my faith in is really being convinced, being firmly convinced that what I'm doing is what God wants me to do. Because a lot of times I might not see yeah, as much of an impact. It may be having a greater impact than I'll ever even know. And I would definitely say that it, you know, for the, for, for the people that share the impact and all that, it helps us build a more positive emotion. It does. So we have, I already have a, a, you know, a nice big fat smiley face when it comes to doing what the flock and the musical life church podcast, I feel great about it. Like every time we do it, yeah. when we're, when we're done with the podcast, it's like, that was I'm so glad we did that. And then I get that big smiley. And then to hear someone else about their stories of evangelizing it and amplifying that message, it grows it. So yeah. And it's important, you know, we're supposed to build each other up, mm-hmm. exhort the brethren. Yep. And, and in part, not just so we feel good because when we exhort and affirm and edify people for a good cause, yeah, what we're doing is we're giving them more strength and more power to continue down that path. Mm-hmm. We can build each other up to continue to, to motivate each other and encourage people down the path God has for us, even when we might feel like what we're doing isn't helping a lot of people. No, it's helping me. You never know how mm-hmm. that simple exhortation that you're thinking might yep. impact the person that you feel led to tell it to. 
So I think the, the more we can affirm one another, the better, especially when we're affirming each other for who God created us to be and for the cause of the ministry that he is in front of us. Wow. Yeah, man. Awesome. Okay. So a couple things I wanted to talk about. Number one is I think I will affectionately refer to this episode as the unlumping episode. The unlumping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were a because bunch I, of... I feel like we just we were unlumping all of these concepts, and that's oh, yeah. and that's really cool. So, how do you, how did you grow in your ability to unlump these concepts, Pastor Joel? Like how when you see concepts being lumped, like where did you learn how to do that? I'm just, I would just love for our people to be able to help other people unlump concepts. So if you could give any sort of counsel to help people unlumping things, that would be great. Yeah, really. It, it comes down to learning more doctrine. Okay. And what I mean by that is, is these foundational truths within our belief system Yep. And getting the definitions to those words down to the cause. Now, the thing is, I've, I, I don't know if I've ever been on a journey to intentionally de-lump my beliefs. <laughs> Unlump, de-lump. It's been, it's been a, an effect of me getting non-contradictory definitions of the keywords that make up my faith. When you get the right definitions to these key words, it unlumps these concepts we all have in our, in our brain as, it, as we define these words. Because really what a lumping is, is you have two words that, have, that are sharing the same definition. Right. The way to unlump is to make sure these two different concepts have different definitions. The way to really unlump these concepts we have in our brain is to make sure we've identified what are the key concepts that make up the way I see the world mm -hmm. and making sure I have the correct definitions to all those terms. So that's where for me, it's like I had the gospel lumped. Totally. I just thought the gospel meant get saved. Mm -hmm. But in order to unlump that concept and to really understand all the different concepts that are within the gospel. I didn't say one day, you know, I think the gospel's lumped. I didn't know. We don't know we have a lump until we learn all these other definitions. What happened is through my reading of scripture and through my trying to interpret it in a non-contradictory fashion, through my journey of building the doctrine within me, mm -hmm. All of a sudden, I'm learning, oh, the gospel's in three parts. That's right in the Bible. So I wonder if each of these parts of the gospel introduces an entirely new concept. The nice. death, burial, and resurrection. Paul talks about how the resurrection is the most important part. That must mean that these parts are different from one another. So that's a journey of like how I unlumped the gospel, it was really a, more of a journey of just continuing to build my understanding and experience of God, of his word, and of the doctrine that he uses to speak to us. That's how we hear from him is through words and definitions. That's 
his influence is made up of words and sentences. So that would be what I do. If you're if you if you're wondering, what do I do to unlump these concepts I have? My my question would be, well, what's lumped? Do you know? And and if not, and if not, if you're just wondering, then the journey is just continue to grow in your doctrine and your understanding of God's word. And an effect will be one of the ways you can know that mm-hmm. you are in fact understanding God's word more clearly is if the effect is you are unlumping concepts that that you may have may have not even known existed. I love that. So so the cause is if if I want to find out areas that I have lumped or if I want to help other people that have concepts that are lumped, I need to understand doctrine and as I understand doctrine, things will naturally, as an effect, be unlumped. For yes. example, I get the doctrine, you know, I learn the doctrine of the gospel. And within that is salvation, you know, uh, death, burial, resurrection. Right. And all of those concepts get lumped. I think, man, one of the things that hit me in this podcast is I was sitting there going, man, I just preached a sermon and I said that the, the book of life, right. In revelation is a cell is a salvation book. That's the way that I see that. Yeah. As the salvation book. What I would say differently today is that's the eternal life, eternal life. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but that's still in me to go like the most important part is to be saved like what do we want for people we want people to be saved what do we mean when we say that we want people to have eternal life absolutely yeah that's that's what we mean i think that's what i meant when i said that yeah but by doing this podcast i'm sitting here going i am gonna say that in the future yeah so thank you. You taught you you definitely taught me something, you know, that I'm going to carry going forward is put a little bit more emphasis on the resurrection and eternal life rather than lumping eternal life with salvation or saying salvation means all of these things. Right. Yeah. Salvation only means the avoidance of a punishment, not eternal life. Yep. Yep. Excellent. Okay, and then the other thing I just wanted to briefly mention is the fact that we need to practice event. Like, I think that there's a need to practice evangelism or doing the work of an evangelist within the church. Yeah. I don't think, and this is another thing that I learned in the episode, I'm not sure if I'm helping the church evangelize within itself to amplify messages. And I'm wondering if we learned to practice within the church, evangelizing messages and evangelizing truth and helping people, um, you know, live the gospel. If what it would cause us to do is as a result, we'd share that outside the church. Yeah, that's great. I know your church, for instance, you, you every week you have somebody share a story 
whether that's their one, one, two, their salvation story, their restoration story. Yep. Which, so you're clearly doing witnessing training, right? Mm-hmm. Which is great. I think if you take witnessing training, which would be share your salvation story um, and practice it with people, you do that. I've done that at Music Life Church before. I think every time you change the assignment to now share your restoration story and we're practicing and you're, you're having your people, your leaders share it during service. I think that is an example of helping these people evangelize. Awesome. Cause you're not limiting it to only sharing your salvation story. Right. Cause you even had a whole, a whole um, season of share, share a church damage story. Yeah. Now it's share your restoration story. Yeah. And so that is evangelism training because you, you aren't limiting it to learn how to share a story about salvation. You're saying, let's, let's do all the benefits of Christianity. Yeah. This could go on forever. Absolutely. Yeah. And just to give you another example, like once, once we finished the restoration stuff, now we're on people sharing a story about someone being a true friend to them. See, that is amazing. It's like, when I think, some, so, yeah. yeah. You, so I think you're doing it. Your church is <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, oh man, we need to do this. But I wonder if I'm feeling that in yeah. terms of like the, the whole big church, the capital C. Oh. Not, and, oh, but I, but I, no, I appreciate, thank you for saying that. Well, here, here you go. That's an example of you amplifying that message to me because I thought I wasn't. And that's but the that. benefit of but getting a you. better understanding of these words. It's like, wait a minute, you know, they're pro- they're probably our churches doing this. They just wouldn't call it evangelizing. They don't know what they're doing. Right. But what we're doing is we're giving you a, a word and a definition that goes along with that concept. And now you can do it on purpose intentionally. Yeah. So I would hope more churches are doing what you're doing. And, and I, but I like what you said. I want to touch on this a little bit more. Yeah. Because we want the word to get out, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. So, so badly. So what's our first step is to just tell people to go and, you know, tell the lost people all the good things about God, where it's like, what I like about what you're doing at Music Life Church Appleton, and what I think more churches ought to do is what I call, it's actually, I think it's a business term. It's the inside out model. I preached a sermon on this. Yeah. Are you an inside out company or an outside in company? Right. Where essentially the focus, where's your focus first? And what I believe God wants to do in all churches. Now this is going to look different based on what your church's mission is, but in all churches is first having, I need to be strong within myself before I can help people outside of this church. Yeah. And in fact, here's something that, you know, I love hearing. This is a great reminder for me every once in a while is I can't give something to someone that I don't have. Nice. So with evangelism, I love what you're doing in your churches. You are training people to be able to speak in in a way that's comprehensible through a story about all these different concepts that that are underlying the umbrella of evangelism. You are helping people be trained inside first so that they can share these stories outside, which is beautiful. I think all churches ought to, do that, especially in, in relation to their specific method of accomplishing the Great Commission, right? Yes, absolutely. 
inside out. Cause here's, and here's one of the, one of the ways I've seen this happen. Mm-hmm. Churches start, or even a church that's in existence has a great passion for helping the community. Yep. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But how many of those churches forget that they are a community? The church itself is a community. It is a community. And are ah. you are you putting as much effort into making sure that community is in a place where it can help the outside community oh, as much as you good. are? Like, I want outreach. <laughs> I want outreach. What about inreach? <laughs> right? Yeah, man. Yeah. It's like, let's not forget we are a community. Yeah. And we are the most important community. The community of believers is more important than the community surrounding my church. Mm. And until I get that community of believers in a place where we can have a great impact and amplify the message of the gospel, we're not going to have the impact on the outside community that we do desire to have. A really great uh, a band that I love called Arcade Fire sings a song and one of their lyrics is working working for the church while your family dies oh yeah oh that's a great way yeah working for the uh, and then another lyrics is working for the church while your life falls apart yep you know just man we gotta be it is it's it's inside out it's yeah it's myself i need to be helping myself i need to be then with morgan and i that's the next one and then the associate pastors and then the church itself and and if it's done decently in order like you just said yeah no one misses out mm-hmm. everybody's getting the help they need mm-hmm. where if we do it different than that people end up getting hurt awesome so can you give us a overview of the strict or limitation side and the freedom or loose side. Yeah. The strict side is simply that it's really the same as the witnessing episode mm-hmm. where the strict side is evangelism is witnessing. Evangelism is getting people saved, carry your Bibles with you, preach the Romans road, ask people why God would let them into heaven, hand out tracts, tell people to bow their heads and close their eyes and repeat after me. And then they're saved. Yep. That is the strict side. The loose side is simply this. Oh, that's really uncomfortable. I don't know if I'm brave enough to do what the, the guy did to me when I became a believer. So, um, and, and you know what, in fact, I don't really like what he did. I'm, I'm glad I'm a believer at all after the evangelism experience I had. So, you know what, I'm not going to do it. Or mm. if I do it, I'm going to do it so gentle and so watered down. I'm going to pull, like you said, in the, what the fuck I'm going to pull my punches ultimately. Cause that loose side or the freedom side of the conjunctive is trying to avoid the tension of responsibility. I don't want to, what if I say it wrong? What if this person thinks badly of me? I don't want to, I don't want to even bother with that. So you know what? God loves you. He knows your heart. You're good. Nice. Okay. Now let's go through the three categories of people from the perspective of self-esteem. Self-esteem. 
low self-esteem, meaning a low confidence in who God created me to be and who God yeah. created me to be. That stinks, right? That stinks. <laughs> what? Having low confidence in the person God created me to be. Oh, that's, that's a, it's, a, I know from experience that that yeah. is not a good life. It is not a good life. And we do, we feel bad for these people because we Absolutely. know it sucks. Sucks. And in this case, it's, it's really people who are, they, they, the reason they're low self-esteem in this area is because they don't actually know what the benefits of Christianity are. They've been told you're supposed to celebrate and be happy that you're not going to hell. And they're trying to muscle their way into feeling happy about that. But one of the things we talked about in recent episodes, you know, with um, witnessing and with salvation is, you know, once my fear of hell goes away, now what? I think we talked about that in the sanctification episode. What's after salvation? Once I'm not afraid of hell anymore. Mm -hmm. So you know what? There is this burst of energy when I receive the Lord, the Lord as my savior, which is great. And it is, it's really emotional, great feelings. But if those feelings are surrounded by this great, I don't have to worry about dying in the lake of fire anymore. I'm really setting myself up for long-term unhappiness because mm. I'm not going towards anything. I'm not experiencing the benefits. So it's no wonder these people have a low confidence in who they are. Sure. Is because they're not operating in the benefits of Christianity. The mid self-esteem, these people, we understand why they do what they do. They have enough self-esteem. They have enough confidence in who they are to know there's things I've been taught that I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. There's things that I don't understand well enough to teach other people. So I'm better off not teaching those things than I am teaching it and hurting somebody. Mm. And then the high self-esteem people, we are impressed with these people. These people have a high confidence in who God created them to be. They are people who are operating in the benefits of Christianity mm -hmm. and amplifying the message of those benefits to other people. So someone who has high self-esteem is going to be a person who wants to share these benefits with other people. Nice. So that brings us to our ultimate answer. Evangelism conjunctive amplify yep. mm -hmm. is the freedom. Nice message is the limitation and specific to Christianity is amplify the gospel or amplify God's kingdom. Nice. The limitation would be what is the message when we're talking about Christianity that the message is, I mean, the good news, right? Yeah. Yeah. That is the message that's being amplified, which one part of that is salvation. Right. But the, the good uh, news yeah. includes all of the doctrine of Christianity, including all of the amazing benefits we experience. Good news. Beneficial news. Oh, nice. Yeah. Benefit. Beneficial message. Yes. The gospel. Good news. Beneficial message. Yeah amplify a beneficial message that's right. literally what what the good news is that's great nice. yes good news isn't the lack it's not the lack of a detriment news <laughs> no it's that's not great. it's that not yeah that it would great. just be the news the news yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> man that's great 
Awesome. Well, thank you, Pastor Joel. This has been great. Thank yes, you so much. Thank yeah. you. And thank you to everyone who's listening. This has been the Music of Life Church podcast. If you have any questions or comments, or you would like to hear a certain topic, please let us know. We'll see you next time.